Welcome to the History Simplified Podcast, where we simplify history. Today, we'll be talking about the history of glassblowing, an interesting, confusing, but beautiful art, with someone who knows the, with someone who knows the art himself, Mr. Paul Bevilacqua. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks. Thanks for being here, Shaper. Uh, do you mind explaining what your art is to the people who don't know? No problem. Um, I take 2,100-degree molten glass, gather around a steel pipe, either hollow or solid, add uh, color and design, and make that into either a vessel or a solid piece of glass that uh, I hope is beautiful. And you have, like, different decorations and stuff. Um, so, yeah, um, a special part about this is not only because I'm recording for the first time in several months, I am sorry, but uh, we're starting to experiment with artificially intelligence-generated podcast scripts. I- artificial intelligence-generated everything that is in my hands right now. So we're going to see how well this goes. Great. So uh, let's dive into it. Today I'm going to be talking about the history of glassblowing. Glassblowing is an ancient form of art and craftsmanship that dates back centuries and centuries and has been practiced all around the world. We'll be exploring the origins and development of glassblowing as well as some of the most famous glassblowers throughout history. So let's get started, shall we? Let's. Um, the earliest evidence of glassblowing comes to the Romans. Doesn't everything come to the Romans? Um, even the roads who were credited with inventing the process in the 1st century BC. This new technique revolutionized the art of glassmaking and allowing the manufacturer for much larger and intricate pieces. The Romans used a type of glass called cane glass, which was made out of in, which was made from inserting a metal tube into a blob of molten glass. What kind of glass do you use? Uh, I use uh, a glass from a company called Kubler, and they make it into... Uh, it's called cullet because it has already been melted once into pieces called billets and I break those apart and melt them. And the advantage is you can melt with a, uh, a glass mixture that comes like cement mix, but it's got a lot of silica because silica sand is the most, uh, abundant ingredient in glass. And if you breathe that, it causes health problems. Oh, well, that might be a problem. Um, let's see. Cane glass. Um, through this too, the glass blower can blow air into the molten glass, shaping it into whatever they desire, like vases, bowls, paperweights, flowers, all kinds of stuff. Um, the early form of glass blowing was much faster and more efficient than traditional glassmaking method, which involved slowly forming the pieces by hand. However, Roman glass blowing was not without its shortcomings. The glass was often thin and fragile, as glass often is, uh, making it difficult to, cra- to craft large, intricate pieces. As a result, the Roman glass blowers had to rely on strength and the metal tubes they used to shape the glass, which limited the complexity of their designs. I've seen some of your designs. They're pretty complex. Well, thanks. That's the goal. So, uh... You know, to make it your unique art, you want to design things, build pieces with a glass color, and add those to the glass in different ways, and try and come up with your own uh, your own expression. But 
you know, the, the change in glass from 2500 BC when they discovered you could melt sand and some stuff with it and make glass is that they were forming it over top of other things to make vessels, bowls, things like that. And then uh, in the first century AD, they uh, discovered that they could gather on a pipe and some air or just glow, blow into the end of a glass tube while you melt the other end of it and make a little bottle. Well, innovation. Um, the art of glass blowing spread throughout Europe during the Middle Ages, as many things, including illness and death, um, and the wagon. Um, <laughs> during the Middle Ages, and soon became an important part of many cultures. Glass blowers were a highly respected craftsman, and their works were prized by the wealthy and powerful. Churches and cathedrals were, decor were decorated with intricate stained glass windows, and while wealthy households filled their homes with beautiful glass vessels and sculptures. Can you make sculptures out of glass? Yeah, there are uh, there are great Italian glass makers that make huge glass sculptures uh, of you know cherubs and angels and clowns, which are frightening. Clowns? What? Yes. There's a guy named, uh, was a guy named Pino Cineretto, and he uh, he made these amazing glass clowns, which would scare you. You could <laughs> up in the middle of the night and saw one. Yeah, you're just waking up trying to find the glass of water like 3 a.m. You bump into one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> glass blowing techniques continue to evolve throughout the centuries. And by the 19th century, glassblowers had developed a variety of new techniques. This included a, the use of a blowpipe, which allowed glassblowers to craft more intricate and delicate pieces, as if they haven't made them delicate and intricate enough. Um, in addition, glassblowers began to experiment, adding different colors to the glass, resulting in creation of beautiful and colorful works of art. Um, perhaps the most famous glass blower is the in history is the Italian artist Lino Tagliapietra. I was not going to pronounce that; I would butcher that. Born in Murano, Italy, in 1934, Tagliapietra. Tagliapietra began. Lino is what everybody calls it. Lino began the glass blowing at the age of ten and, quick, and quickly rose to fame for his intricate and colorful works. He is credited with popularizing the ancient art of glass blowing and inspiring a new generation of glass blowers. Today, glass blowing is still practiced throughout the world with my uh, guest co-host, and the art has even made its way to the or still practiced around the world. The art made its way to the modern world. Uh, many contemporary artists are still experimenting with glass blowing and creating innovative works of art. From stained glass windows to modern sculptures, glass blowing continues to inspire and captivate us. That is all for today. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you for joining us today, uh, Mr. Bevlacqua. Uh, join us next time I record, hopefully within a month, where we will talk about something completely different. Um, Got to randomize it. Uh, thank you for joining today. This has been the History Simplified Podcast.